When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, still down in Fort Myers watching some baseball. What's up? How are you? Uh, the fellas uh, The fellas went up to Northport today. I have other duties, but the J.A. Happ is uh, taking his debut. And uh, there's a couple other things going on, I guess. That, uh, so it's it's not as uh, routine as all your other exhibitions, but uh, we're getting to see the A team every other day, so that's good. You get the, you know, you, you know, uh, one, one day, one day, one on every other day, you're going to get the six or seven, six or seven guys who are actually going to be on the team for, for five, sometimes three at bat. So that's kind of fun. That's, that's better than it was. That's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. So have you been uh, impressed so far? What What are your thoughts as you've gotten to see the uh, the A team for a few games now, or quite a few? Yeah, games, I actually. like them a lot, but uh, you know, it's the same old problem. Are they going to just Donaldson going to play 130 games? Is Simmons going right. to play 140 games? Washington's going to play 140 games. If that happens, they'll be good. They, uh, you know, who looks a lot better this year? That he's got a better approach. He's he's a he was hell he was hurting him somewhat last year, but he was also trying to repeat his home run slugging. Garver Garver looks a lot better than played. He's hit the ball to right field quite a bit. Yep, he's staying on the ball a lot more than he did last year. He's not uh, not striking out like he did. I mean, making contact, but he's Making contact center and right field when the ball's away from him, and he's pulling a few too. He had a home run the other day, but the wind was blowing in; it didn't go out. They, they had about four, a couple of, about five days ago, and all of them stayed in the park because the wind was howling. It's calmed down here, but for five or six days, man, that Florida wind was blowing, which I love. I love it. That Florida wind. But, uh, I don't think the hitters work as it was blowing in. Garver looks a lot better. I was thinking, you know, when I got here, mm-hmm. if that's if the Garver we saw last year is Garver, mm-hmm. Jeffers is going to be the catcher, but uh, nope, uh, Garver is going to be the eighteenth catcher. He looked pretty good, and I'm wondering if Jeffers is going to make the club. I'm wondering if they might, you know, use one of the veterans and let that guy go back to the big, uh, the minor leagues and get a lot of at bats. Now, here's what's interesting, John. Everybody's talking about Kirloff, but whether they keep him, do you really want to save a little uh, big league time? Yep. And then have him sit and do nothing till May fourth. 
Because, you know, the minor league, you know, you can have him start playing for you April 1st to make up for all those at-bats he didn't get last year, right? Yep. Uh, and the minor leaguers aren't starting till May 4th. That's a good point. So, I didn't think of it that you know, way. You're right. I mean, it's, uh, I, I just don't, I don't think that, uh, I, I don't think they're going to save the, save that, uh, service time. Uh, but the other thing is their best hitter this spring has been Rooker. He's killing it to the point that, uh, you almost <laughs> think they got to have him on the club, especially with a right. The Kepler having all the problems he's having, he looks terrible. And uh, and you know, two left-handed hitters in the corner outfield. Yep, there'll be plenty of bats for a right-handed hitter in that outfield. But uh, uh, again, I, you know, he can't play center field, so then Cave's got to make the team, and then then you end up with only one backup infielder. So they got, you know, what they have. Same problem Louie had. Too much, too much talent. Too much talent. Too much There's nothing talent. you can do about that. There's nothing <laughs> no, you, what? You're, you're just screwed. Once you get stuck in that, <laughs> in that, you know, 180, you just keep whirling around. You too much talent just uh, kills you. It kills you. So well, with the too much, yeah. The too much talent was they make the they make the run in 81, right? And then 82, they have a fantastic season and then get bounced in the first round. Mm -hmm. And I think the too much talent was sort of the excuse for 82, 83, wasn't it? That they weren't as good. (laughs) I I think that was... Royce, are you telling me the Twins are so close we can taste it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Except except the baseball playoffs now, unless you're the Dodgers and have three of the five best pitchers in baseball uh, is, is in a lot of ways as much of a crapshoot as the hockey playoffs now. So yeah. whatever you accomplish in the, whatever you accomplish in the regular season can go by the boards in a hurry. Hey, so, but, so, what, uh, so what's wrong with the Kepler? I mean, he shouldn't look awful. I don't know. You know what Kepler's main problem is? He's not as good as we thought he was going to be. <laughs> That's his main problem. He's just not a great hitter. He's not a, he's not a, I think he's a, you know, he's strong. He's looks like he's got a nice enough swing, mm-hmm. but he's just, you know, look at, look it up. Uh, his best season. Now he was going to go, what, a couple, three years. He was heading for 40 there until he got hurt a couple of years ago. But I, uh, I don't know. He's just, he, too much non-contact, too many bad at-bats, and too many of those two weeks where he does nothing. You know, I I think that I think if he wasn't on such a cheap contract, uh, there'd be he'd be he'd be a guy I'd trade. He'd, if I could get something good for him, like a pitcher, I would trade him. And Larnick's going to be a hitter. Kirilov's going to be a hitter. They. Uh, they they have two left-handed hitting outfielders that are are sure things, Larnick and Kirilov, mm-hmm. and and Kepler's just he's not. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll maybe he'll come out of it. But right now he's I think he's hitting a hundred down here. And that, again, this is more a small sample, but it's the quality of at bats. It's like watching Maeda and Brios this spring. You know, you've only seen him pitch eight, ten innings, but they're throwing the ball fantastic. You can just see him. What it's not 
it's not because they're getting everybody out. It's the quality of the pitches they appear to be throwing mm-hmm. that has you impressed with them. Uh, and it's the poor quality of Kepler's. It's not like, oh, he's hitting line drives and people are catching him. <laughs> no, he just looks bad and feeble. And uh, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think I said on Twitter, he's I put him in the non-star cat category, you know? Mm-hmm. I look at Cat, and you know what I think? He's not as good as I thought he was. Yeah. And I, I look at, I look at Kepler, lesser degree, lesser level of player. He's not as good as I thought he was. That's just, that's that's the quality. That's the category I put him in. Do you know what they're not, Patrick Royce? They are not Kirill Kaprizov. That's what they're not. No, no, he's he's he, better than yes. I thought he was. He's overachieving. He's better than I thought. Yes, exactly yes. right. Well, now you can, let's go back to this. I mean, they are a machine, right? I mean, they're beating these teams. As, Russian you know, and, Red Army team, Islanders yes. of, uh, that won four consecutive <laughs> cups, Gretzky's Oilers, and the Minnesota Wild. But here, beyond him. Yep. So all of a sudden, X a player, right? Yeah, yeah. He started to turn the corner uh, last year. Yes. I uh, and and I remember asking guys in the fall, though, is he is he going to score any goals? Is he ever going to be a goal scorer? And the, the answer was, eh, we're not sure. And you know, he's not going to get forty, but but the fact that he is uh, an effective player. Some of these guys have gone up that peg. Kaprizov, obviously, getting all the credit. They're getting most of the credit. But some of these guys are, are better than we thought they were, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and plus, too, with a guy like Kaprizov, Pat, he alters the entire game because it's, you know, Friday night. But he did. He's still only playing 18 minutes. Yes. Know? Yes. But Friday night, you know, it's, it's, Zero, zero going into the third period. You're playing what is, you know, pretty much a lackluster game against the Coyotes. And he comes out and scores three goals. They've yeah. never had that guy. They've yeah. never had a guy that could basically say, you know what? I'm going to score a couple goals here. And he can do it. But he's not, you know, he's not. I mean, Tarasenko can do that in St. Louis. And they, you know, they want a cup and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hurt and all that stuff. But what I'm saying is some of the boys have come along for the ride a lot better than we thought they were. Yes, and that's and that's a credit to the work that, that they've done also to move some of the other veteran lads in the last couple of years along yes. to get a better collection of guys that, uh, that, let's say, like to work a little bit more than the previous ones did, which is very important I said in this, hockey. I said this on Twitter last night, actually after thinking about it for a while. Uh, one, one of those rare ones where I thought about it for a while. I think Emerson being a successful coach who has changed the style of a team and has kind of rallied everybody is a, is one of the great shocks in Minnesota pro sports coaching history. Cause who would have thought of Fenton guy? would ever survive with this regime. You know, it's just, 
it's really to me, I guess maybe that you know that they played a little better and then the pandemic came, so they figured, ah, we don't want to spend the money and get a new coach. I don't know. Yeah, that might have been. But how how did how did how did he a Fenton guy become a Garen guy? That's what I wanna know. Uh I think you I think you're right. I, I think that they fired Bruce and that they gave Dean the job and thought, we'll take a look at Dean here and make a change if we need to. And the pandemic came along and Craig said, you know what, Billy, we're not going to pay a coach a ton because we don't have a ton. I, I think that's the key yeah. thing. But he's done a really nice job. I give the guy credit. Yes. He's done a nice and job. You po- and as you pointed out to me in the tweet or uh, yesterday that, He's also he's stealing from Rocco. He's a rest and recovery guy, right? Let's 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 not have these hard practices. Shooter said the key is that they basically have shut her down and they don't practice. He said, <laughs> he said, it, it is. It's Rocco. It's Rocco and and you know Cruz and Suter and Dino and they all take naps now and they don't work too hard. It's incredible. Do you think that? Do you think next year when they're playing exhibitions, they're just going to stop them in the middle of the second period if their goalie can't stop a puck? Do you know what? To the, the opposing coach and say if the goalie's just her. having a if the goalie's <laughs> if the goalie's having a bad game, we'll just call her off. Go to the third period, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll have a we'll uh, or maybe or they'll just stop. Maybe. Maybe the, the exhibitions next year will be 14-minute periods, stuff like that, right? Yeah. No, they'll just stop playing. <laughs> yeah, they'll right. tell the I opposing coach, let's shut her down, think, we're done. I think. Now, I continue to state that uh, that the Glenn Sparkman walk-off is done, that, that according to the rules they said, through March 13th, you could wave off the – you can wave off the end of the inning, right? You can mm-hmm. just just say, that's it. This guy stinks. We may never be able to leave. We're quitting. Yeah. And then they get the rest of the outs. But well, some people were arguing with me yesterday because they think that now the ump- they can still go out and ask the umpires if they can end the inning. Just, uh, just uh, wow, we're short of pitchers. We don't have minor leaguers. We only had... You know, the Twins only had 32 pitchers in camp, plus <laughs> plus, uh, plus the guys on the relief squad or whatever it is. So they had about 38 pitchers, but they, they, they were, didn't want to get in a situation where they, they, they had to warm somebody up. They didn't want to. We've, uh, by the way, we've started calling those innings, those innings that you end. Yep. That with runners on base and only one out or something. Those are Sparkmans now. Because I was going to ask uh, you if you called the Sparkman. Sparkman, because they had, he, he, he pitched three times and, and had two walk-offs. <laughs> he's, and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, when you look up his pitching line, he gets credit for three innings, but he only got four outs <laughs> in three games. It's uh, one game. He got nobody out and got the win. <laughs> Wait, so they're giving you credit for? Yes, you-, you get those become outs in the box. They, they don't know what to do with the box score, right? They want to keep you records. Punt. That's what you do with the box <laughs> score. Punt on it. Yeah, put, it doesn't put mean an anything. X in there. Yeah, put an X Why would you get there? a credit for outs? You didn't get. They they're, never do that. Oh, so they want to keep. They want to keep the sanctity of the box oh, score. I got bad news. Though. Stu Thornley, yeah. it's over when they're <laughs> yes. You, the sanctity yes. is gone. 
Well, it started, it really left last year when Thielbar came in, retired four batters, and got credit for a loss because they put the guy on second base. And even though he never, even though he never pitched, uh, you know, he picked, he got one guy out and then left. He had nothing to do with the run score and he got the loss. Anyway, that's his runner. About that. Second yeah. Base. Yeah. 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 Unearned run, but you get the loss. I have a, you don't oh get to run into a guy, you know, you don't get to run into a guy so you can say, you know, you had a pretty good year last year, except for that one you blew there. The, the one that you had nothing That's, to do with, they put a runner on second. But loss, it is your yeah. fault. Yeah. Oh, it's uh Awarding outs, though, uh, when you don't get them, to me, goes so so against what baseball statistical... Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if baseball made that call or if the, the people run the box scores just said... Well, what are we gonna do here? We gotta do something. And they said, "Ah, give them out." So what? But but there's no outs. The the hitters don't get outs, so these are just made up outs right. because they're they're not reflected in the at bats. So oh, it's uh, it's it's hysterical. It, it is hysterical. But you know the best uh, the best part of. Uh, Having some crowds down here, though, is you can uh, you can you can overhear the smart aleck in the stands, who's not you know, but not the guy that's screaming idiocy, you know, yeah, but the guy who knows something about the players and and can get on them that way. There's not much of that anymore, and of course, in a in a full stadium, you don't get to hear that. But with two thousand people there, you can hear it sit in the press press box and that. I'm kind of by myself over in a corner once in a while. You get to hear the smart alley power <laughs> players. I love that. Yeah, those guys are, are the best. Um, hey, hey, so so you tweeted my f- favorite tweet. I think it was on Saturday from you was something about Patino and the Gophers. And I decided, I decided that, oh, no, it, it was Sunday when you had a smart alley tweet about who the Gophers they, beat? We, we defeated a we number defeated, one right. seed, yeah. Two number two seeds and a number yeah. four seed. Yes. So what I love though was I decided that I I miss Sid this morning more than oh, I yes. ever have because the lead to Sid's column today would have basically led you to believe that not only should Patino not be fired, he should have been Big Ten <laughs> Coach of the Year because how can yes. you win with all of these? Injuries and it's a testament injuries. to his greatness. Yes, I missed it yes. this morning. Say, say, did not now. We we had two injuries, right? Galsher and Robin. Yes. And 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 I think Richard has like amp up the ante in the in the at the Big Ten tournament. And he's he's added some injuries, right? It's uh, like the, the number without specifics. Oh, did we're it? missing we're missing three starters, I thought. I said, who's the third one? Who we miss? Mm, I don't know. I, I mean they, they did have some guys banged up, but Kalsher and Robbins were the two key guys. Two out. missing, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh it's it, it is gonna be uh it is gonna be hysterical though. Uh, and uh, supposedly he is gonna get the Mexico. I would think they're going to announce it today. Uh, anyway, my big West, West sources tell me that was all a conversation out in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Okay. But uh, 
but it's going to the spin the spinorama from Coyle and him and that ah we didn't really fire him you know I mean it was uh, he just you know he's got connections from Mexico time first it's going to be it's going to be interesting they're never going to have to say they fired him are they no hell no mm-hmm. no. And my question now is, are, are they going to have to pay the buyout or are they basically no, just going to give the contract to, you know, I, Mexico? I think the buyout probably will, you'll probably get whatever under 175 that he gets from the first year. You know, I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? If he gets Offset a, of it, yes. 900,000, they might have to come up with 875 yep. or part of what 875. People say none. I don't think it'll be none. I think you'll get some money to leave, but uh, you won't get the 175. And that's why we didn't hear anything over the weekend. We, we didn't hear anything immediately. This Supposedly, this thing's been in the works for two, three weeks that he started talking to him down there three weeks ago or so. so. Smart man. Uh, and now his connection is what's the connection? The athletic the guy who run was, the guy who runs is the AD is a Billy Donovan guy. And he, and he played knows for him from, at Florida, and, and so they crossed paths when when Patino then became an was, assistant was an, at Florida. Yeah, was an assistant for a year yes. for Billy, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the connection. Okay. Plus, dad. Hey, plus dad. Dad's going back to the tournament, man. Yes, with the Iona Gales. Now they were a nine seed, but. But they weren't a nine seed because there were, there were wins and losses as much as COVID. I think it wasn't like they had a terrible year. It was just they didn't play any games. I think they had a COVID deal. So uh, they beat Mighty Fairfield to get to the tournament. But uh, uh, so do you think he'll get it? I wonder if the old man will get a decent job. I mean, the old man can coach. The old man. Oh might, yeah, the old man. The old man might the old cheat, but he can coach. Oh, he's a. You know, yeah, he'll he'll go. He can. I've always said he might be the best strategically college uh, X's and O's college coach I've ever seen. Now it's not like I broke him down all the time, but at final fours and regionals and stuff, I was always really impressed with him because uh, they they played in a fast style, but they played defense. You know, and then they would play in a slow style if they wanted to. He's a, you know, he pulled off the miracle. Mm-hmm. They loved him at both Kentucky and Louisville, which is impossible because those two schools hate each other. But yep. uh, he ended up uh, being a being a hero at both places, so he could coach. And uh, you know, I don't know, Richard maybe has a chance down there. To, that that league's not terrible, but he might have a chance to be a halfway decent coach. I I got to look at the numbers, but I think you got to assess him. As more of a failure than Munson, I think the reason we look at him differently is our stand. By the time Patino got the job, yes, our standards had been lessened considerably for Gopher basketball yes. than when Munson got the job. When Munson got the job, we expected competence, and uh, by the time by the time we had Munson for seven years and and Tubby for four. The expectations weren't real high, and the less people were coming. Tubby had some decent crowds that last year, but yep. less people were coming to the games. There's just less attention on go for basketball, and that helped him survive. But when you break down the record, it is abysmal. Oh, the Big Ten record is, yeah. Is, yeah, I mean, it's horrible. Absolutely. And that's all that counts. I told you guys this last week. I figured it out. Eight non-conference road games. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he played in tournaments and stuff like that. But in eight seasons, they played eight actual road games in the other team's arena in eight years. And I think one of those I counted was uh, when they played Oklahoma State, not in Oklahoma State's arena, but in Tulsa or someplace like that. But uh, a club road was, game. You know, yeah, I mean, eight, yeah, Clem Road. Clem Road. Game. So, and that center is a road game, damn it. <laughs> yes. But, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a lousy record. It's, uh, yep. there's, and, it, and there's, there aren't, and people stop coming. It is, uh, I, I think that, uh, Chip Bennett wrote about this the other day. Other guys mentioned it. The, there becomes a discussion on Williams Arena here. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, uh, 2028 will be the 100th anniversary, and uh, they've spent money in it. You know, they've they spent. I think it cost six to eight million to put the roof on. They had to put a new roof on that monster uh, about four or five years ago. Yep. I don't know if that was that wouldn't have been covered by insurance. I don't think it's just being ancient. And they, you know, they put air conditioning in the pavilion, and the volleyball team loves the pavilion. And but I don't know, they, you know, maybe you start playing some of your basketball games downtown. I, I don't know. What do you think? I, does, it, does it? Can is is that still viable for recruiting kids? The barn? I don't know. I don't know, but I I don't think if you so I, I think if you moved uh, and played you know games either uh like downtown i don't know that kids would care about that pat i, I think i think they're no. the problem is I, I love the barn but i understand why taking an 18 year old when it's empty into that building yes. seems like a why the hell would i want to play here moment for a kid well when i was going to go for basketball games very regularly uh which was you know uh, into the early 2000s, I went to, and you, and there was no parking accommodations, right, mm-hmm. for the for the media. Which I'm not whining. I'm just saying we were. I was going in the same manner as a regular fan. Yes, and except carrying a bag, <laughs> you know. But when you when it's ten degrees outside. And our ten below outside on a January night, and you park over there on the other side of uh, Washington Avenue, you know, on the other side of University Avenue, over there towards the river, from one of those ramps over there, because the other ones are full. Right. That is a miserable night. That's a miserable experience getting to the arena. And fewer and fewer people are willing to do that. I think just the just the hard work of getting to a gopher game mm-hmm. has become a pain in the ass for a lot of people. And for years and years, we used to talk about the loyalty and the you know the age of the gopher basketball crowd. Well, you know. Those people are in their seventies now. They don't want to do that. Yeah, you know, and and they move their seats. They moved them upstairs to lousy seats, which means not only that you had to haul your ass up those steps to squeeze in and put your coat on your lap 
it's a, you know, the, the people are used to going to sporting events and being modestly comfortable now. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not the case at Williams arena. I think it's, I don't think there's anything. the, The trouble with that place is zero creature comforts. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and we all say, if we're going to sit in the stands, the mom and dad are always saying to each other, Hey, we got to stop in this subway and go to the bathroom before we get there because we got no chance once we get at Williams Arena, right? Yeah, and be- and I I think at, at the least right now, seatbacks are expected, and you don't even yes. have seatbacks throughout the whole building. <laughs> you have some, some box seats, no. but not the whole building. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Racy Unchained. Yeah, the old, uh, the old uh, bench seats. I, I got news for you. I sat in those sometimes. Uh, they, they, they were not equipped when they when they marked them off. They were not equipped for a twenty first century ass. <laughs> you no, know, it's like were, Fenway, Pat. Yeah, they Fenway, were. They were shoehorn your foot in there. They were for. They were from the 1920s in the Depression when nobody had food. That's when they that's that's when they marked those benches the off. BMIs when, were smaller back then. The BMI, yes, the BMI. The BMI was not a problem. We didn't know. Uh, yeah, if they went into the doctor, he says you got to raise your BMI. Man. <laughs> You're too damn skinny. You got to do something. You got to eat a sandwich. You know, that's not, <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah the, the, I just don't know. Anyway, that. yeah, I just don't. Know I that. love. Yeah, I still. Love, I I don't like the place as much as I used to because of the white floor either. That's ridiculous. To take one of the oldest arenas, the tradition rich, the thing you have to sell at Williams Arena is tradition, right? Yep. That's all you have to sell is tradition. Yep. And. Then you then you come in with a you know a two thousand teens floor to, you know to, it it just looks stupid in there. I'm not if you, if you got a modern arena and want to use a white floor, that's fine with me. But the old barn, you should. 
take advantage of the old barn, you know, as far as what you're selling. They don't do that. No. And they, they at least put the maroon back on the sidelines this season. Because yeah, so the whole floor people's whole lives were in danger. Well, they were, and it looked, and it it was it was unwatchable on TV. I thought it's better yeah. now. It's not great, but it, at least at least to have some maroon back on the floor looks a little bit more normal. So I I, I wonder what that Patino Coyle uh, uh, conversation was when they decided to paint the floor white. Patino goes to see Coyle and says. Well, we would have gotten Tyus Jones if we had a white floor, but we got a, you know, we got we got this old traditional looking floor, you know. So he wanted to go to a modern place like Cameron Indoor, right? You know, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's uh, I, I think we awful. did that for I think we did that for the recruits, which was just idiotic. Yeah, yeah and it probably didn't help a ton. No, the transfers perhaps it did with, but it didn't help with the real. 18-year-old recruits, that's, uh, that's for yeah. sure. Well, we'll see. Uh, I wonder uh, I wonder if uh, we're going to get the, uh, the wide-open transfer thing in one of these months or not. Are they going to tell us that or not? They should pretty soon, right? After the yeah, it was supposed to be this spring. I guess they have their big meeting in April, maybe in April, but one free transfer. It's going to be chaos, man. If you're one oh, of those under... Yes, it's great. If you're out, if, if you're one of those under the table guys that deliver players to people, you get you get a two for now instead of a one for you get a two. You know you what? can sell them as freshmen and sell them as juniors. Let's let these kids just hire <laughs> agents and be done with the entire farce of the process. Well, here's it's what we should see. Yeah, you know what I would do. I would get rid of, I would come up with a new classification. Uh, you know, just like in football, one double A. And I would take 150 of these schools and put them in a different classification. We got way too many teams claiming to be Division One basketball programs. It's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, the, the, the basketball was a lot better. Mm-hmm. When the kids had fewer options, <laughs> you know, the fact that they're, you know, okay, I'm not getting to play here. I'm going to go to, you know, Bellarmine or some damn place it's, uh, and call myself a Division One player. It's stupid to let, let all these schools in on a Division One action. I mean, some of these conferences are, you know, they're no better than the Northern Sun and they're calling themselves Division One. It's stupid. Yeah, and did you watch the uh, did you watch the selection show? Uh, no, I was watching. I didn't even. I had. Oh, you were at the hockey game, yep, but I, I was a hockey. I game. had so little interest. I didn't even watch the selection show. You know, so I mean, because you, you can just read it two minutes later if you want to, anyway. But I don't. I don't think it's the pandemic. I think it's. I think bad things are happening to college basketball. With uh, you know the. Pretty soon they're going to be going to the G League. This other guy, they're trying to start this league where they take thirty great players and yeah, because they're going to pay the good players, which they probably high school league pay them a hundred thousand. Nah, yeah. Well, what I'm saying though is, you can't have that system of paying the players if you're going to have three hundred and fifty Division One. You know, you should have your, you know, you should have your A League and your B League, and you know, have your 
have your league that, okay, we're going to give money to the, we're going to be, the player's going to be able to sell his image in this, in these leagues. You know? Yes. And, you know, there's no sense. In... Here's the other thing that's going to happen. If you have with the free transfer, you know what it's really going to kill is like Montana State has a good player, right? Mm-hmm. And he's getting he's getting 38 minutes a game, right? And he's getting all the shots he wants. You're doing everything you can to satisfy him. He's going to, you know, that kid's going to play one year there and go someplace with a, a bigger name program. And those, those lesser programs are going to become lesser and lesser because every time they get a big, a good player, he's going to be taken off as soon as he can. I, I, you know, it's just, I, I don't know, college, college athletics. Uh, I, I don't know how long they're going to last you. I mean, I don't know how. Well, they have to the, adjust. The, they have to adjust. The financial model is completely screwed up. Yes. And the days of playing fan coaches on godly amounts of money has to go. And uh, I, I don't know what the solution is, but uh, I don't know. I'm getting less and less interest in college athletics. I know that. If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with the cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular hours from 7 in the morning to 10 at night, and they answer the phone 24-7. If your heating system needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about staying warm again. When you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about them on the Roycey Show, you'll save $200 off a new installation. For all your heating needs, better call Bonfi. I think the key thing here, Pat, is is they have to adjust to a certain point because their approach with players is so archaic. And play, I mean, it's been how long now that players have basically said, oh, okay, this is great, that, you know, we'll, we'll do this, and the system doesn't work. So you got to do something different. That's why I like the pros. Yeah, that's why I like the pros. It's more honest. That's why (laughs) the pro game is the pro game is more honest than the college. I now appreciate it when colleges cheat because at least at least they're taking themselves as a professional team. Then they're treating themselves that way. Well, that's uh, that's true. Although they they should not cheat to the point that the FBI gets interested. Whatever that is, you gotta right now. You can't even get put on probation by the NCAA if the FBI is investigating you. So you might as well just open her up and let everybody go. Exactly. What the hell? Exactly. What the heck? Yes. So uh, so what is the deal now? Are uh, high school tournaments, we're going to have all our high school tournaments. Are we going to let anybody go watch or not? That we don't know yet. We're, okay. They're going to try and let, and let I believe, stu- some students and families in. But since – Start letting students in, for God's sakes, you know, don't they? I think uh, they will. Yeah. You know what you got to do is say, okay, high school seniors, we took everything away from you last year. You did when you were juniors, you got nothing, right? Because they shut her down. Yep. And we've taken everything, you know, away from you this year. Let the seniors go to the tournaments. Let and let them in. Mm-hmm. That's if your team's playing. Let the seniors go now. If you get a school that's got seven hundred seniors, I was going to say, have, what do you do? If you're you might married. have to spread them out a little bit, but let the seniors do something here. You know, before they 
they're leaving high school. They're going to be psychologically damaged. They never did anything. Your senior year, you're supposed to be sliding your high school diploma and screw it off, right? Isn't that what it's about, being yeah, a senior? That's what I did, yep. Partying and going to games and getting home late in the morning and making up some pony excuses why it happened. Uh, you know, flat tires and all that stuff. But, uh, flat you know, tires. Try, That's trying a lazy to, one, Pat. Flat yeah, tires. I know. That's a lazy one. I know. Gotta be more original than that. Frozen yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is the senior years should be dedicated to having the time of your life. Now they won't even let them go to a damn game. Let's go. Come on. Well, we're, we're going to have, what, 10,000 in the Twins, they announced Walls announced, yes. and we're going to have 3,000 in the Wild and Wolves, which won't be a problem for the Wolves starting on April 5th. So slowly but surely, yeah. we're, we're going to get back to a little bit of normal. Yeah, uh, except, uh, of course, there is the matter of uh, there is the matter of the trial that's upcoming that, uh, that could, could make the pandemic look like an inconvenience compared to what's downtown yeah it's going to be interesting for the twins that's for sure yes it is yes it is there uh we'll see we'll see so uh do we have any idea when they expect uh this thing to be done in the november and april maybe i don't know yeah i've not heard that I haven't. Uh, I've been following the jury selection, but I haven't uh, paid much attention to the timeline and other stuff. So, so what? Uh, the Timberwolves, however, uh, Edwards made three pointers last night. If he starts making shots, that would be uh, that would be good, right? Yeah, he was great. A, Pat, he, he was great last he's night. A, he's a dynamic player. He just you know doesn't make shots. How about Culver, man? He's a DNP. Yeah, well, he's he don't, he's hurt now. He, oh, he is. Yeah, What's he, he got? He's hurt again now. I'll, Sometimes I'll in the box score it says coach's decision. Yeah. Sometimes it has an injury. Boy, no. what a bust he's been! Wow. No, he's been hurt. Well, he he is he's not an offensive player. player any, I should huh? say. I, I said to be fair, he is listed as being hurt. Okay, all right. Because I keep looking in the box score and he's not. He's still listed as one of the options, so he's not. He's. A, I guess they. You know, I. I, I don't know why he's popping up as much work if he's not. But he wasn't getting that many minutes when he was healthy, right? No, no, no. He's, he's, he's not that. He's yeah. He's he is not that good. They've they whiffed on that pick. Yep. As uh, I don't miss them all. As I predicted, watching him in the. NCAA final game when they had about eight straight trips when they ran clearouts for him and he didn't score. And I said, this is the kind of a bleep bleeper that the Timberwolves <laughs> are going to draft. And you <laughs> it. was sitting next to me, but I couldn't believe I was right. You know, yeah, incredible. They didn't only so, draft him, they uh, traded up for him. Yeah, that's right. They they thought they were going to get somebody else probably, but they traded up for him. So uh, how's uh, – I don't know. Everybody hasn't been focused in on it. You're only seeing Zoom. But uh, how's Finch uh, playing with the does – does he look like a professional coach? Does he act like a professional coach? Yes. You know? Yes. 
he does. He's, he's doing it. He's yes. been around long enough to know what he's doing. Though. He knows what he's doing. Yes. If you want the best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's professionalturf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-term fertilizers, then visit professionalturf.com. And you know what? While you're on the website, take a close look at their landscape projects. And don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one stop for exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, professionalturf.com. That's good. And he's taking pretty good long looks at different rotations and guys. Um, I'll tell you this, man. Rubio, oh boy, he is. That shot is as flat as ever. And I honestly, they they keep talking about he's a leader, blah blah blah. He he helps Ant out, but my God, watching him, Pat, he is so past his expiration date. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I have no well, idea they, what happened. They, but they, I think they like playing with for him more than the other with him than more than the other guy, right? Yes. Yep. D'Angelo, because they all they know D'Angelo is going to do is shoot. You know they're not going to. You think Edwards is getting that many shots of D'Angelo's on the court? Well, hell no, no. no but Probably. but I mean, this guy is it, it. I don't know where he turned a corner to go from being a pretty productive player the last couple of years to to being absolutely hard hard to watch. Uh, the, the kid who's not bad, Noel. This Jalen Noel, he's a, he's got a, he's a player. There's something there. Yeah, he can shoot. He, he can, can shoot. shoot. But he and that he and that McDaniel kid, he and that McDaniels played together. Yeah. And yeah. They come, they've known each other yeah. since even before college. They both so. can bring something too, Pat. They're not bad. Boy, that's uh that's uh if that if they if they get on a roll here and ended up ended up uh getting less than a fourteen uh, a forty percent chance to get that draft pick though they screwed up mightily. Wow, what what a disaster this would be if you get stuck oh, with God. D'Angelo Russell and don't get a top three pick. Yes. That yes. would be that would rate as one of the boy when we when we were celebrating trading Wiggy last year, I don't think we concentrated enough <laughs> on the fact that they were giving up a Sixty percent chance of not having a top three pick. You knew they were going to lose it up again. It would be so wolves so, not to get that, not to get a top three pick. Uh, it'd be all. Yeah, it'd be it the would, ultimate wolves be, thing. It would be a uh, wolfy wolfy. That's for sure. All right, that's sir. Good. We got to run. Uh, all right, gentlemen. I'll talk uh, to you next week. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Opal. Opal's good. We like opal. Opal. Opal is our. Is our hookup? Opal is uh, very good. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Or tomorrow. Yep. Talk to you tomorrow, Pat. All right. Bye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. 
Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.